This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. You are listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. This is a Money Monday. And today, how to marry money with more people. And that is an intentional title of trying to use marriage as a little play on there, how to marry money with more people. Mm. And so I just meant a little, I don't know, spark a little creativity (laughs) in thought. (laughs) (laughs) So how to marry... um, Money with more people. Mm. Uh, I, I've led a getting ready for marriage group. It's based on a book and a workbook. I do recommend that. And the goal of the book uh, in couples preparing for marriage is to either confirm that you've found the right person or to expose incompatibility mm. <laughs> before you get married. And the, the book and the workbook do a great job if you can get a couple to actually do the book and the workbook together because mm. it's going to take you 10 to 20 years down the road and get and reveal thought processes mm. uh, about the person you chose to live with. Mm. And most couples don't have the ability to do that. So um, the, the book facilitates it for you. But um, I was thinking about that, and then I was thinking about how Jesus married the idea of money with more people Mm. and we're going to try and learn from his example and say we're going to look at the incompatibilities and then say that didn't work and then look at the compatibilities so let's let's uh, use a classic passage from matthew 23 23 where jesus is confronting them and saying you've got an incompatibility but then he reveals how to do it right Mm -hmm. He says, what sorrow awaits you teachers and religious law and you Pharisees? So he's confronting the religious leaders of the day, calls them hypocrites. For you are careful to tithe, that's give 10%, even the tiniest income from your herb gardens. My brother had a really good herb garden. (laughs) my, My brother took a job. I'll never forget that he moved from California out to Pennsylvania he was working for a mainframe computer company, and they mainframes you got to launch uh, remote areas. <laughs> when he went, when he left California to Pennsylvania, his job was to uh, show up at 8 a.m., check the computer, head home, show back up at 5 p.m., check the computer again, because it was a remote thing and mostly worked on its own, mm-hmm. and you're just there for maintenance and technical issues. So he got bored and planted an herb garden. <laughs> He had the best herb garden. He became an herbal expert. He was the man. <laughs> he was the man. I've never had a good herb. I've never had done an herb garden. I know people that do. <laughs> I know people that do it in their uh, kitchen windows. Yeah, and then yeah. you they pull from their herbs. And, yep. and I watched a good cook pull from my mom's herbs and throw it on their chicken. It was mm. impressive. Mm. Uh, on, on the grill. So oh, okay. barbecue grill, go pick some herbs, throw it on there. And we had the best chicken ever. It was crazy good stuff. There you go. Uh, so uh, herb garden. So he's, they were. He's saying you tithe from your herb gardens, and uh, obviously the irony of that is, if you if you've pulled from an herb garden, you know you're pulling handfuls of stuff, not large amounts. You're you're pulling just enough to throw on your food, right? Mm. Well, they're tithing of that. Mm. So, <laughs> but you ignore 
the important aspects of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. Mm. And so Jesus said, you should tithe. It's good to tithe on your herb gardens. That's fine on big and small sources of income. Mm. Yes, but do not neglect the more important things relating to people that are justice, mercy, and the faith Mm. of people. So let's look at this. So Jesus endorsed the tithe as the best way for the marriage of money and more people to work. He said, go ahead and tithe, and this is going to make the ministry easier to reach more people. And But he's saying there's a problem in the marriage that if the focus becomes on the mm. tithe and the money, mm. but you start you stop caring about people, yeah. about justice, mercy, and faith yeah. with people. Yeah. Uh, so there's the problem. The marriage works best when tithes and offerings are paired with caring leaders who get their hands dirty in people's dirt, in the dirt of people. Have you mm. noticed that if you're going to care about people, you're going to get it in their dirt? Oh, yeah. Have you ever noticed that people are, have dirt? Yes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> to be involved with people, they, they have dirt, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so you're trying to pair your tithes and your offerings with people, with ministries that are getting um, into the dirt of people's lives, right? And that's mm-hmm. where it works best. Um, so Jesus was addressing where that had gotten off. All right, let's, let's, uh, how can we apply that today? Uh, practical applications in our American society about uh, we're going to tithe and we're going to give offerings. We're going to marry that with more people who are coming into Jesus's family. What are you, what are you applications that we see today or, or how we see that lived out or yeah. how we try to live it out? Yeah. Um, I think really when I, when I see this, uh, another way of saying is that, uh, the tithe is kind of the bare minimum in your faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like the starting the, point. It's the baseline. Mm-hmm. And so if you get, to a position in life where all you really care about is maintaining the bare minimum, mm. it reveals a right major heart problem. Yeah. So application-wise, uh, for me, it's not just that we're tithing, but it's that I am actively seeking how can I help the people around me. Mm. How can I? Because you know, I've I have given the financial, uh, you know. It's a it's a cost. Tithe mm-hmm. is a cost. So I have given the financial amount, but I need my heart to go past that. Mm-hmm. I need it to just go past the ten percent. Right. I need it to go into okay. Well, I'm giving this ten percent because I care about the kingdom of God, but I don't want to just be a financer of the kingdom of God. I want to be active. Yeah. And, and accomplishing things and taking ground for the kingdom. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what I think. And then you know the church that you are tithing to. I guarantee has somewhere where you can go and take ground for the kingdom. Yeah. I think the the strength of the tithe is that it, it when I'm tithing consistently, my heart is where my money's going. Therefore, yep. my heart is in the church that I'm tithing to. Yep. That's the strength of it. The weakness of it is that I have, that the full tithe is really going to something that is meeting my needs. Because I'm in that church because the preaching is meeting my needs. The small group is meeting my needs. The, uh, I'm going to receive pastoral care in time of crisis. It, it, so the tithe is meeting my needs. So the offering often goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. The offering is going to, to help fund 
uh, Christian projects mm-hmm. that aren't going to meet my need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're meeting someone else's need that uh, have nothing to do with my needs. Yep. Right. Either that's foreign missions, or that is four one seven missions yeah. to to the homeless. Yeah. That has nothing to do with my meeting my needs. It's yeah. meeting other people's needs. Yeah. Um, and so, so we're we're giving offerings beyond our tithe to say. Well, I'm going to give to things that really have nothing. I think at one Abundant Life Church, we I had a vision in 18, 2018. I wanted to plant a strategic church in China. Mm. Uh, the, the cost was twenty-five or $30,000. I can't mm-hmm. remember. And we tried and failed. Mm. And, um, and so we just said, you know, man, I'd love to get... We tried different methods and, and, and all of that. A strategic church defined as one of their major capitals... And their capitals are just so much bigger than ours. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many people over there, and they, um, and so so the plan a strategic church. You're putting four to five church planting families in a strategic capital city, and then they're then they're going to plant churches in the suburbs of that city. You know, and all of these are house churches, usually underground, and so. Um, it's a great vision. We wanted to tackle one of those, but because it's a strategic church and because it was uh, uh, four to five families, it's going to cost twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars to do that, and mm-hmm. that's partnering with their funds they've raised. So um, we had a vision to do that in two thousand eighteen. Failed. We did not succeed. And then um, was it two thousand twenty-two? That I think it was twenty-two. All of the sudden. Without planning, without um, without a great strategy, really, just a seed of faith, boom, we were able to um, to raise, I think, eighty percent of what was needed mm. to plant one of those strategic churches in China. Yeah. And um, here's the thing: is that we gave that money away. That really didn't benefit anybody in our church. Mm-hmm. That didn't benefit anybody in our. Um, you can't go to China. Mm-hmm. I, as a pastor, I'm useless in China because the government's not going to let me do anything. They kicked most American missionaries. Uh, they kicked 90% of the American missionaries out of China. Mm-hmm. Um, even the ones that were doing orphanages and stuff, they just got said, you're out. Um, and so really, from there's no there's no way I'm, we're ever going to experience the reward of giving that. We just gave it because these are people that need to hear the gospel of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And this was a strategy that was in place to get it done. See, that that's the concept, right? That yeah. Jesus was saying is yeah. I want you to care I want you to I want you to increase your capacity to care more about people and then marry money to that compassion. And what you'll end up is a good marriage between money and more people in Jesus's family. Mm-hmm. So that's what we encourage is marry your money with the the vision for more people in jesus's family by tithing and giving offerings and giving and growing in your finances so that you can tithe and give more offerings thank you for joining us today at abundant life church we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with jesus you will have growth Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.